0: Hi, I'm Jade Madison Scott, the creator of The Bookmarks, and this is a fun little note from me to you so you know what the heck is going on. The show you're about to listen to, The Bookmarks, is an improv comedy. Short outlines were written so the actors would have a plot skeleton to work with, but the words, the character choices, that's all them just making it up as they go. And because this is a book podcast, that parodies book podcasts, I want to make it clear that the authors and books the characters talk about are absolute fiction totally made up by the actors on the spot, so there's no need to Google, is blah, blah, blah a real book, because it's not. The actors are just so good to make you think it is. All right, that's all I wanted to say, so let's get to why you're really here. Please, enjoy the show.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of The The Bookmarks. Bookmarks.
0: (laughs) I am your host, Mark Bookerson, joined here by my co-host...
1: Markel Bookerson.
0: No relation as always.
1: No relation. No relation.
0: This week, we're going to be reading the very popular new young adult novel, My Sweet Epic Fantasy by Jennifer Mondale.
1: Mm-hmm. This is a wonderful, wonderful book. It has just come out. It is just, it is beautiful. It's got twists. It's got turns. It is darky all But first, we have to have a word from our first actual non-Ken sponsor. Thank, ah! thank the Lord. <laughs> thank the Lord. Thank God.
2: <laughs> Let's
0: hear from our sponsor. Here they are.
2: Are you nosy? When people tell you not to try to find something out, is it your immediate inclination to do the exact opposite? Do you enjoy investigative journalism because you're too polite to indulge your own curiosity, but you love when other people do? Then I am definitely the protagonist for you. My name's Hayden, and if you tune into the show Signed Venus on your favourite podcasting service, you'll get to join me and my partner Cameron on an epic journey through the totally real country of Conclair, as we work to uncover the identity of an anonymous travel writer. So far, it hasn't been going at all like we expected, honestly, but that just makes it all the more intriguing, right? Between being chased out of town by an angry sailor, unraveling a thieving scheme at an extravagant masquerade, and trying not to get our heads bitten off by a teenager with a skateboard, we'll keep you invested in the mystery and make you laugh. I promise. Listen to Sign Venus on the podcasting platform of your choice.
1: And we're back
2: with this week's review
1: of My Sweet Epic Fantasy The Dark Dark Young Adult Novel by Jennifer Mondale.
0: Yeah, and I guess sort of let's let's break down the book. Like let's kind of get into it. You know, this let's do this it. book follows a young adult as a Genre would imply a uh, Damien Bloodborne.
1: Mm-hmm. A teenager. Exactly. as yes.
0: As uh, they and their best friend. Uh, Michael. Eg- mm-hmm. Exactly. Michael mm-hmm. have to travel cross country to take down the darkness devil after they have unleashed it upon the world. Mm hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 some pretty serious stuff. Like it, it's it's really dark, like no pun intending. This is a very dark novel. Like you've got this opening scene where they are. uh, Well, they are unleashing the darkness devil. It's very Pandora's box e you know so. like they 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 get this box that they inherited from their father and then they open it up and it's 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 a it's kind of crazy and and like Jennifer Mondale writes these beautiful scenes where the darkness devil is like going through these cities and just like all the light is getting sucked up right so the only lights that you see are like the stars and the moon and the northern lights and it's it's like it's really beautifully written actually and they're 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 chasing the darkness devil across country and they get into all these these crazy situations and opportunities just trying to follow this to 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 put an end to it it's crazy
0: yeah and as they sort of start following they sort of arrive at the conclusion that the only way the darkness devil can sort of absorb all natural light so they have to go Mm -hmm. to alaska which has The Northern Lights, which the Mm -hmm. Darkness Devil cannot mute, and they have to sort of, I I guess, destroy is the right word. The demon stronghold that sits below Alaska, New Mm -hmm. Devil City. New Devil
1: City. New
0: Devil City. City, On the nose, much, but uh, overall, (laughs) it's
1: a young adult novel. I mean, they do that sort of thing. It's 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 charming. It's charming. I think
0: a lot of the novel sort of comes it can be described as them traveling from mm-hmm. place to place as they have to make various i don't even like dubious i guess decisions uh, and deals with various Packs devils with
1: devils yes <laughs>
0: which just kind of didn't hit for me too much i think well, that
1: no i mean they keep getting put in these situations like really bad situations. Like there was that one scene when they were out in South Arizona and they were in the desert and this was this was like the um the green desert, you know, where all the sand is green. I mean, if you've never been to the green desert, it's beautiful. It actually is
0: very beautiful. We went on vacation there probably about Five years ago, yeah, and the sunrise is transcendent.
1: I know. I know. I mean I've I've never been. I I you should come with our
0: family one time. It
1: is like Thank you. I will consider that. But Anyway, so they are going through the green desert in South Arizona and there's this scene where like so so they're following the, the darkness devil and the darkness devil has sucked up all the light. All the energy is gone and they need to get gas from a gas station to make the car run so they can keep following the darkness devil. And they can't get the machine to work. And and there was this scene, remember where uh uh Damien made a pact with a devil. To give away two years of their life so that they could get the power to go. And I was so I mean, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful and painful. I don't
0: know. I just felt like the characterization on the oil devil was sort of lacking, I guess. Like one note. One dimensional. It just sort of felt like you're gonna trade two years of your life well, for no, it's, a little it's, gas. It's, like, just go find a gas station.
1: It's well, no, that's the point. They were at the gas station. It wasn't working. It's it's not that simple. Like, I know. Okay, I get it. It makes it, it seems like a simple situation, but they were following literal evil that they had unleashed upon the world and they had to put a stop to it and and they did what they had to in order to keep going if they hadn't of, they wouldn't have been able to complete the journey and then the world would have just been completely annihilated in darkness because of the darkness devil i don't know just, did what they thought was necessary in order to save the world it just sort of felt a little
0: ham-fisted at times like when they okay. when they were fighting the trolley devil in San Francisco and they were all like oh do you want to kill these are you gonna kill Michael or are you gonna kill these three random strangers Damien and it was like oh come on Michael like just don't why would you how would you let them catch you in the first place like how did you end up in this situation to begin with
1: Okay, I mean, Michael was just going to get a shawarma, and he wasn't paying attention. It could happen to anybody. I mean, that happened to me when I was getting a kebab last week, you know? like You were abducted and put on a trolley? No, I wasn't abducted, but there was this situation. It was just like the trolley situation where you have to decide whether you're going to, you know, murder one kebab or murder three. I had a coupon. I had to use it. I don't know what I, to tell you. All right.
0: I guess let's let's get to the end of the book. Uh, at the end, you've come to find out that Damien this whole time has secretly been a devil. And Michael apparently is a half angel. Oh, who would have guessed that? Mm-hmm. And you find out Damien's apparently like a fragment of Lucifer or something, the fallen angel. And they end up having to go to war. And I don't know. I just didn't... I for the life of me, could not understand Damien betraying Michael in that situation? At all. That didn't make sense to me.
1: Like, I mean... Anyway, we're gonna talk about that as we move into our thoughts. So... Um,
0: Alright, would you like to start us off, Markel? I get the feeling you have some.
1: I do. Okay, so... My thoughts about this book is that overall, you've got this character who did some pretty bad things, Uh, you know, release this Pandora's box type of thing and let the darkness devil out and then having to be like having to chase it across the entire of the continental United States and then having to deal with this whole situation where in the end, uh, Michael uh and Ezreal are having this argument and Damien decide they're gonna rip out their heart and they're gonna rip out Azrael's heart and they're gonna mix it together in this this beautiful light show of 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 incredible intricacy It was very beautiful. It was beautiful. Mondale does some some wild stuff with light descriptions but anyway, so they did this so that they could save the universe and you know sometimes people do quote-unquote bad things no bad things so that they can right the wrongs of the world that's clearly not the only
0: way that they could have gone about it was to to merge their heart with the leader of the demon army that doesn't make any sense like there was a very clear way that they and michael could have handled this probably a lot more peacefully well, and with a lot less civilians no because dying. i mean the entire state of nebraska was wiped off the map i know that didn't seem but like too high a cost
1: look there was that whole thing where they tried to have a conversation with Ezreal, and Ezreal just was not having it there was there was no other option than to rip the heart out and merge
0: that's that's no other no other there was no other option no other option there were zero other options Uh, you don't think michael and damien could have planned together with john the prophet which honestly once again how did we miss that but you don't think they could have planned with john the prophet to somehow subvert this this prophecy. That's what half the book was building up to is the idea that you don't have to go along with prophecy. And yet here we are standing under the northern lights in Alaska as Damien is ripping out Azrael's heart. That doesn't that's that's not convincing to me. I'm sorry.
1: But that was the whole thing. It was not having to follow the prophecy and having John help them with that. And like, yes, it was it was merging the hearts, which at first seems like it's part of the prophecy, but then they had the epilogue where it turns out that Damien and Azrael are now one individual as opposed to just Damien taking over Azrael. So it was more of a shared kind of thing because it was I, too much you, for them to just, handle.
0: You can, There's no world in which you can convince me that they are. Okay, for all of the terrible decisions they make, they so many people were caught up in the collateral of all the decisions that Damien and Michael made okay, throughout so, the course of the story Sometimes you they may... made a deal with mob boss Tony who was quite literally described in the book to be the worst of humanity of just normal human beings alive the worst and they made a deal so that they could get a lead on the darkness okay, devil but they
1: did that It didn't even
0: get them in the full direction they needed to go so it, it's not even fully worth it when you actually think about it retrospectively this was all
1: an, an allegory for how humanity it, like yes it's a horrible thing sometimes but tony wasn't all bad either because yes tony wanted to do this heist but but tony was a mob boss who had this situation where he was getting the money and they were helping him get the money because he was trying to create a cure for cancer. Oh, that, that was, that a was whole literally a ploy. That was
0: literally a ploy. It was even, even felt like when they described it, like mob boss Tony wasn't trying to, you think mob boss Tony was going to be the person who was going to cure cancer all of a sudden? That's a real convenient excuse to do a whole bunch of crime when there are real organizations that exist that are actively trying to cure cancer that have a whole lot more funding than Mob Boss Tony. It's real convenient that Mob Boss Tony also gets to eat steak for dinner every night on top of trying to use all this money to cure cancer. That's believable for you that he's also trying to do this good thing after all the terrible things he's done?
1: Yes, it is. It is believable to me because people will do these situations sometimes. They'll be in these situations where they're painted into a corner. Mob boss Tony, like that whole whole side arc of the story. No one's
0: in a situation where they don't. Whoa! You always have a choice. Whoa!
1: No, that I don't agree with because sometimes, sometimes, you know, I mean, I don't... (laughs) sometimes people do
0: not think people have make choices in life that get them where they are
1: okay sometimes people are dealt bad hands sometimes people are put in situations where they have to do things that might be a little bit dubious and might be a little bit questionable and a little bit unethical and a little bit morally gray because they have to do things to take care of the people that they love This is a thing that real people have to deal with in the real world, Mark. Just
0: because you get dealt a bad hand in life doesn't mean you now get to cheat at the game.
1: But sometimes the game is rigged. And sometimes you have to do things like joining a temp agency that allows you to do things that are not just answering phones and not just distributing mail and not just going on coffee runs. And sometimes you have to do things to get out of this situation where you are struggling day in and day out to put food on the table for your family and pay for your sister's braces and help your grandfather who's friggin' MS and just you're in this situation and you don't know what to do so sometimes you take those side jobs because they're going to get you a little bit further out of this hole that you're constantly dug in.
0: Are... Are you okay?
1: Markel? No, I'm not. I'm not okay. I'm not. I mean, just, you you come from this place of privilege, Mark. You, I come you from a don't place of, know. I don't know. You come from a place of privilege. I'm sorry, but That's it's true. You don't know.
0: It's a young novel that was written for 12-year-olds, and I just, because I i was born to certain people now, I just, I can't understand the deeper message.
1: You don't know what it's like to be put in these situations where you're for example example, driving the Pope across Vatican City while he's being shot at by Batman. Batman, plural.
0: Okay, Marco, I just feel like in an effort to get the upper hand, we're just making things up now.
1: Sure.
0: let's go ahead and break the commercial, maybe. That sounds good. While that commercial's playing, you could tell me a bit more about, you said they were Batman. Batman,
1: plural, multiple.
0: Yeah, all right. Um, Everyone, here's a commercial for you. Hope you
2: enjoy. 6th of November. It was late in the afternoon when the professor and I took our way towards the east, whence I knew Jonathan was coming. We did not go far. 11th of October. Evening. Jonathan Harker has asked me to note this, as he says he is hardly equal to the task,
0: and he wants an exact record kept. I think none of us were surprised when we were asked to see Mrs. Harker a little before the time of sunset. We have
2: of late come to understand that sunrise and sunset are to her times of particular. 25th of September, six o'clock.
1: Dear Madam Mina, I have read your husband's so wonderful diary. You may sleep without doubt. Strange and terrible as it is, it is true. I will pledge my life.
2: 24th of August. I must imitate Mina, and keep writing things down. Then we can have long talks when we do meet. I wonder when it will be. I wish you were here with me again.
1: I feel On so- July 6th, we finished taking in cargo. Silver, sand, and boxes of earth. At noon, set sail.
2: East wind. 25th of May. My dear aunt we've told yarns by the campfire in the prairies. Dressed one another's wounds after trying to land... Third of May. Bistrets. I had for dinner, or rather, supper, a chicken. Done up some way with red pepper.
0: Memorandum. Get recipe for Mina. I asked the waiter, and he said it was called... Paprika Hendel.
2: Regarding Dracula will be a chronological adaptation of Bram Stoker's gothic masterpiece. We need your blood, uh, help, to get this adaptation out of its coffin and into your podcatcher of choice. Visit bit.ly redracula to invite this podcast into your home.
0: The stakes are high because this is an all-or-nothing project. I am in hopes that I shall see more of you at Castle Dracula.
1: and we are back guys
0: had some deep breaths some deep hugs nice
1: conversation
0: yeah everything's good uh but you know that prior conversation really did kind of get me thinking uh markel yeah what is the most illegal thing you've ever
1: done Oh, well? I'm I'm going, I'm
2: going, I'm going, I'm going! Did you get the money? Did you get the money? Yes, I did, I got the money! Good. But a man, or mayor, or may not have lost my dignity
1: in the process. Okay, I don't care about your dignity. How much money did you get? Did you clean him out? $25,000. $25, $25,000? Are you serious right oh, now? Oh, okay, okay, princess. That's nothing. $25,000 is a lot Are you, to me. Okay, well, th- th- okay, it's a lot to me, too, but not enough to risk Stop my life. up. Going as fast as I can. It's a jalopy. I don't know what to tell you. It doesn't go over 35 miles an hour. One time... When I was 12, I was really into drawing, you know, and uh, I went into one of those stores where they sell like art supplies, you know, the nib and the knob. Oh, love that place, uh, yeah. Down on, a, yeah, down on 32nd, and um, I I needed some more pens, so I, I took a box of them, and I put them down the front of my pants, and then I walked out. So, you're...
0: Your, your massive crime escapade that you've been so dearly guarding close to your heart is that you stole some pens when you were a kid? Markel, certainly you're not that lame.
1: Okay, lame? Whoa! Uh, excuse me, Mr. Straight Lace. What do you know about crime? What ha, what petty crimes or massive heists and foibles have you performed, sir? You want
0: to know about crime, Markel? Let me tell you a story. I don't know. I think this was, um, this was what? I was probably around 17. So the summer going into my senior year of high school, uh, we were partying down at Mom's lake house. Uh, It was me, T-Bone, Darth Kibble, and Timothy Llewellyn. And we might've been a little tipsy, maybe just a little bit and we were driving down Interstate 95, and we hit something, or someone, or something. As we got out the car, and we see that, you know, at first I couldn't really tell. There were so many different sort of features that were on this thing, but then my time not paying attention in class, reading, reading lore of, of different countries really paid off because i realized it was the vietnamese beast of legend the sutu galon the lion chicken pig it's part lion part chicken part pig 100% terror and quite frankly we're freaking out cuz this thing's talking to us telepathically it's like bleeding and it's got like teeth but also a beak it's like it's really freaking us out and so we straight up had to fight that thing really to the death it it was maybe one of the scariest events of my lifetime but when we finally got this and I know it sounds small but it's really more like the lion is very prevalent in its size so it was a very big creature and we ended up burying it it turns out that you have to kill it with like a silvered blade apparently luckily t-bone i guess carries a silvered knife on him at all times um and we were able to um to kill it kill a beast uh, after we buried it you know we all kind of went our separate ways and never really spoke about it again but i don't know something tells me that the uh the sutu galon is Maybe out for revenge.
1: Are you serious?
0: Oh no, no. You know the the suit you got alone is cool and all, but um, no, I've never actually done anything that crazy. I don't have like night terrors or anything where it speaks to me in my sleep, telling me that you know it's going to come for my mortal soul. That doesn't happen, obviously. 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 Obviously.
1: It looks like next up is uh Markel's Corner.
0: Let's cue that transition music.
1: <sighs> All right, everyone. Welcome to Markel's Corner. This week I wanna have a little bit of a heart to heart with y'all. I would just I want to be honest i would love to not have to be the one to support my family i mean i'm 27 now i've been doing this for 10 years ever since my parents disappeared in a freak bermuda triangle disappearance accident it was very complicated and uh grandpa well he already had ms by the time they went missing so it was just me to take care of Jess, and uh, Janet, and Françoise, and Guillaume, and Bernadette, and that's a lot of responsibility for a 17-year-old, you know, and like this this story we've been reviewing about people who have to do things, difficult things, that they don't want to do and are hard for the right Reasons, the good of of the people they love. And I just, I guess I relate to that. I wish I could do something nice for myself once in a while, like actually go to the green desert in South Arizona. But, you know, maybe, maybe one day I'll finally be able to do that. And, you know, I take solace in the fact that there are a lot of literary characters who've gone through the same sort of thing, like me, like... Jean Valjean stealing bread, and Aladdin, who also stole bread, and I guess that's just the theme of the week. You make your bread by stealing bread. So, I guess with all of that in mind, you know, people can do a lot of things, not so good things, because of money and fear and I guess fear can also drive us into misjudging people and where they're coming from and maybe maybe you don't always need to to take the extreme route to get out of situations.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think maybe because of my own personal hatred of young adult novels, you know, I may have taken the critique a bit too far, you know, because kind of after hearing everything you've said um, and really listening, I guess it was wrong of me to treat it like everyone is running the same race. Because that's not true. Everyone is I starting. I appreciate that. Of course, you know. I think that we're all starting from different places and to to expect people to behave a certain way because of where I started isn't fair. We gotta let everyone run their own race. And Thank I think you. all that stuff you that's just that- said in the Markel's Corner, throw that in the book. Throw it in the book. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I guess
1: I could squeeze some space in the great American novel TM for it. But uh hey, I'm hungry. Do you wanna do you wanna get some food? Yeah,
0: you know, I think maybe it was the bread talk, but I could
1: Yeah, I think it was the bread talk. too. I could too. kill
0: some McQuellens right now. Did you know they just got like a whole new ramen menu? It's a menu.
1: <gasps> McQuellen's it's has a ramen? ramen bar now. Oh my, we have to go. Shut this down. Yeah, we gotta go get some noodles.
0: Hey, everyone, thank you for joining us on this episode thank of the you. Bookmarks. Follow us on all the socials, the, all of them. There's so many socials to Twitter, follow us on. Go follow us there.
1: There's the Bob Market, there's FaceBlob, just all of them. Check them out. We're there. I think
0: we're on like Film Freeway or something. I don't know. Just follow Film us. Film Freeway
1: 1, 2, and 3. So go ahead, follow us. In the meantime,
0: we're gonna go get some ramen and hang out and stuff because we're friends slurp slurp man slurp slurp. we will see you in the next one have a great day y'all starring the vocal talents of mark bookerson as cody smith
1: markel bookerson played by virginia lee the bank robber played by jody hansen our podcast is supported by people like you You can support us and other shows made by WGC by subscribing to WGC Productions on Patreon. And you can follow us at WithGoodCo on Instagram and Twitter and at WGC Productions on Tumblr and Facebook.